Vivian was a vision gliding down the hallway from her dressing room. Flowing past the backstage scene and preparing to take stage, she oozed the charisma and presence expected of the lead role. Her poise was impeccable, perfect, but of course she had one more once-over. Her shoulders back and regal, Vivian would look confident among royalty. Moments before curtain call, a tempt scrambled past, his eyes immediately caught by Vivian, and a stuttered, good luck, followed before he scurried off. The stagehand looking Vivian over stood stock still and whipped to look at Vivian. Her glowing presence had dimmed, still bright, but no longer vibrant. She shook off the stagehand and with a shaky step, she moved towards her place. But the damage was already done. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. Today we're actually going to look at belief systems. Last week, we looked at more of the body. Today, we're going to focus more on the mind. A belief is a form of thought or a structure of thoughts that we use to protect ourselves. But over time, we can outgrow these structures or these structures will change to adapt to our lives. Today is about the good sides and the bad sides of these beliefs and belief structures. (laughs) It's going to be a good one. Welcome to A Little Anxiety Podcast, the little podcast where we dabble in the psychology behind anxiety a little bite at a time. Every episode is a 10-minute psychology ramble to remind fellow anxiety sufferers, including me, they are not alone in the weirdness. So just to clarify, when I talk about a belief in this podcast, I'm not talking about any religions, I'm not talking about any kind of spiritual entities, I'm talking about a concept, a concept of the mind. A belief defined by Britannica.com is a mental attitude of acceptance or assent towards a proposition without the full knowledge required to guarantee its truth. In other words, you don't need all the facts to commit to an idea or a group of ideas. And also, to believe something is true is different than to believe in someone or something. As you've probably guessed, we are also going to touch on cognitive psychology today. Cognitive psychology is an area of psychology that of course focuses on the mind, but it focuses more specifically how the mind works. Um, How Britannica describes it, it's that cognitive psychology explains behavior from the point of view that how information is stored and organized in our minds determines behaviors. If we study cognitive processes like the way we process thoughts or our memories or how we learn or make decisions, we can study them and predict them. I highly recommend the article I threw up there if you have an interest in cognitive psychology or if you have an interest in animal behavior. So you're probably wondering, why the heck are we talking about these things? Why are we talking about mental processes and the mind? Well, for one, this is a psychology podcast, but also because when it comes to anxiety, the way that you react is really shaped by what you think. And your beliefs 
are what shape those thoughts and in turn those intentions. For example, imagine if you suddenly woke up and you thought that you were king of the land. Would you act the way that you do now? You'd probably act a bit different, probably feel pretty boss, and probably boss around a lot of people. Regular people, just like you. And it would kind of make you look like an ass. But you don't know this. You think you're king. What I'm getting at is that beliefs have their good sides and they have their bad sides. And they don't need evidence for you to believe them. And they don't always serve you as well as you think they are. So last week we talked about the fight, flight, or freeze response. Now, there's actually a fourth F in there. That fourth F is the fawn response. So, like it sounds, fawn is to fawn. Like fawning over someone. It means to please, to avoid conflict or to avoid abuse by responding pleasantly and appeasing whatever you feel the source of the threat is. There's this great article on Psychology Today by Sherry Gabba, I've thrown it up there, that goes into a little more detail, not only about our responses to trauma, how fawn response is not just about personality. It's not about being nice. People with fawn response have issues saying no, setting boundaries. Um, They have an issue of taking on more things, even though they're overwhelmed, and tend to look to others to look for how to feel. And independently, they can be plagued by feelings of guilt, self-anger, and sadness. Now, a big issue that comes with this pattern of belief of, if I make them happy, everything will be fine, it kind of opens the door, opens the door to some shady characters. People with manipulative tendencies exist in the world, and unfortunately, they are opportunists. I can say from my own experience that responding pleasantly can leave you feeling very hurt, but happy thoughts. But unlike the king example I gave earlier, you don't just wake up with a belief system. Belief systems are built over time. Like when we talked about the fawn response. It's something that you kind of test and trial against the world around you. And whatever sticks, sticks. Because it's doing whatever you feel it needs to do. But like life, situations change. So you're probably not going to use the same belief systems to approach life that you did when you were a kid. And if you are, they are probably not serving you as well as you think they are. But that's Also, the beauty of beliefs and your belief systems, they are all in your power. You have the ability to change them. Even if the world has to change them for you sometimes, you still have the ability to interpret the world and react how you see fit. Our freebie this week is a bit of a do-it-yourself project. So looking at anxiety and beliefs, you're going to see a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy involved with treatment. Uh, This therapy is based on individuals' thought patterns and their resulting behaviors. It teaches self-awareness and it helps us to replace unrealistic thoughts. In particular, I'd like to talk about the ABC model, which was created by Albert Ellis back in 1957. This technique was created to help patients recognize their unwanted behaviors when they occur 
and why. This is invaluable as it really helps people with anxiety to pinpoint the why in some of their behaviors and gives a solution. It helps to change the pattern by challenging your unreasonable belief. I want to break it down. The ABC model is like it says, A, B, and C. A stands for an antecedent event or whatever a triggering event might be. B are our beliefs of the situation, our interpretation of the event, and C are the consequences, the resulting feeling and behaviors of these beliefs in that event. For example, if we look back at Vivian in the beginning of our podcast, her trigger would have been the stagehand saying good luck. Her belief that the wish of good luck was now unlucky, resulting in her feeling not nearly as confident before stepping onto the stage. The ABC model is great because it allows you to see how your beliefs are actually serving you. It allows you to consciously weigh your decisions, weigh your beliefs before making a decision of whether you want to keep them. You'll see in the description this link to psychologytools.com and it actually has the ABC model that you available as a worksheet. I found this website is not only very cool, but it also gives you some extra information on psychology. It touches on things like conditioning and a little bit of history, and it's just a nice little bit of information if you wanted to read up. I do hope that you find this resource useful. It's 100% free, and I have the link in the show notes. And this brings us to the close of episode two. I'd like to thank Anchor for making this podcast possible. I would also like to thank Britannica.com and psychologytoday.com and psychologytools.com for being wonderful resources, as well as I would like to thank you listeners for listening. The, the group of you is still small, but I love you all the same. And... As you guys may have noticed, I'm so sorry, but I am late this week. I have been trying to make it for Monday. Why did I choose Monday? Because I am a fool. But I'm really happy that you have made it this far, and I hope you're here the next time. Kill me again. Why? Why does my mic quality keep changing?